I'm Justin. And I'm Ashley. And this is the Informal Exchange Podcast, where we talk about a wide range of topics and free-flowing conversation. So listen to this. back everybody i'm justin and i'm ashley and this is the informal exchange podcast and so today we're going to be talking about love and the evolution of love and so um we got miss jean here is going to read us a little bit um about what we're going to be talking about and just getting the conversation started so without further ado thank you and so um everybody knows the general definition of evolution so i'm just going to read um it's the development advancement growth rise and progress of something and so um in regards to love of course over time it evolves and it changes and it transforms to something different um so how do you think your love for me has evolved over time um i don't know i just feel like it it, um you know started out more along the lines of friendship you know then progressed you know and you know more romantic feelings you know and 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 more like a romantic love i guess you know to more i guess a more um consistent love in the sense of you know more along the lines of the unconditional love that we were talking about um in the last podcast you know so i guess that is um, I guess the best way that I can describe, you know, the evolution of my love or something, I guess. I don't know. You know, I mean, it's the progression and the growth of it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it grew into more, uh, I guess you would say, stronger love than, like you said, friendship. Right. To more of a romantic sense. I guess I have to say, <clears throat> excuse me, I would say mine was the same. It definitely was like a friendship. Mm-hmm. And then it, it transformed into more of a romantic love. Of course, I mean, we got married, but... Then it transformed, um, I don't want to say transformed, I guess I would say it evolved into more, uh, it's still a friendship, but I think it's a deeper friendship. Of course it's a marriage, but it seems like almost deeper than that. It's like, um, I don't know, I really like it. Like, I mean, you don't watch it, Red Table Talk, but like Will Smith and Jada, they talked about how it's more of a partnership. Like, I don't know if they, I think they said something in the context of they don't really say marriage, they say partnership. I mean, we still say marriage, but I think it's definitely along those lines Mm -hmm. where it's, of course, that unconditional love that you talked about, but it turned into that over time. And so, like, what do you think some things that helped it get to that point to change over time? Mm. Like, what are you saying? Like, what do you feel like? Like, prompted it. Like, was it like, because, you know, we had separated at one point. Do you mm-hmm. think it was that? Do you think it was kids that kind of brought it in? Like, like what events, I guess you think, kind of prompted I guess to trying to Like, like, what do you mean exactly? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're saying what prompted though during that time when we separated? No, no, I'm saying just in general. Like, I'm saying just like that was prompted the, yeah, like the, just prompted you know, the evolve. Yeah, to grow. Like, it was just us being around each other for so long. Was it just like? I feel like it just you being in a relationship, you know, you change, you know, you grow, you change over time, 
you know, you learn more about yourself and mm-hmm. who you are and who you desire to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you see more of what you like and what you dislike in yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you just, you, you grow and you change. And as you do, you know, it begins to um, affect and impact how you interact mm-hmm. with others. You know, obviously first those closest to you, mm-hmm. you know, so. So kind of like a spillover of what you had for yourself growing than the kind of. I wouldn't even say necessarily something that I had for myself because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just now getting to the point of like, you know, like really loving myself. You know, it's more of a, um, like I had to go through stuff. Like mm-hmm. I had to, you know, I had to experience love, you know, feel like I lost love, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To miss love, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like. Mm-hmm. I didn't for, you know, didn't really know what love was, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So it was like I had an idea of what I thought love was, Mm -hmm. you know, but I had to have that broken down and then restructured Mm -hmm. to what the correct, um, you know, the way it really is. Yeah, you know, to the correct capacity of what love really Mm -hmm. is, you know, so, you know, that is Mm. for me is I guess what impacted or caused the evolution to grow. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? It was like every time it was always something that was being broken down or stripped away, you know, to show me a new perspective or to, mm-hmm. you know, to see a different aspect of of love and, mm-hmm. and why, you know. Yeah. So. so what do you think you saw love as? Before, I know you said friendship, but like, I know some people are like, like how we kind of mentioned in the other podcast, oh, if you go to the store for me, if you do these things for me, if like an obligation type of love, was it like in that sense that you have something like that where it was like, okay, if I work, that's showing my love. If she does this, this is love. Was it, did you have it like, did you see it as that? Like kind of what was your idea of love at the time? Not just like from a friendship standpoint, like you said, but more of a like, what did it look like basically for you? Instead of me trying to figure out for you, I mean, like, you didn't, you don't remember what it was. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Oh, like, you didn't I did even not know what know, you, you know, oh, you didn't like, have I any didn't, clue at all. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in a broken home. You know what I'm saying? It was just my mom, me, and my brother. You know what I mean? So it was like, I knew sibling love. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew of parental love. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? From, like, uh, my mom, you know, between me and my, my brother. But I'm like, that was, that was it. Right, not romantic. You know yeah, like, I didn't know what romantic love looked like or what love between a man and woman look like outside of the capacity of, of, you know, mother, son, brother, brother, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what that was, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it was, I had to be broken down of what my capacity of what love was in the sense of what I mean, just that, just that sibling love, because I thought that that was it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I didn't understand that there was other things to love. So, even with that, with the understanding of what I thought I had was even flawed. Mm-hmm. So it had to be broken down and rebuilt the way that I feel God intended mm-hmm. for it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was like, that's what I mean when I say that, mm-hmm. you know, like, I can't, I, I like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, don't know. I mean, yeah, well, that makes I sense. can't really say like, like how I or what I thought was. then. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. <laughs> I got no, no, I mean, that makes sense. I know for me, it was more so. Like, I mean, I came from a broken home, too. Um, but my dad wasn't home, but he wasn't, you know, that's a whole other thing. But for me, I saw, of course, um, parental love, you know, love between, like, my grandparent, 
um, sibling love, all that stuff. But I think I just saw love as more of spending time. Like, okay, we spend time with each other. Um, we like hang out, we do different things, but I don't think I saw it as like talking or expressing, you know, your emotions or yourself to each other. I mean, I feel like that's one component, like we talked about before, that's one component of it. But I think my capacity of love was just more so you give a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely had, um, that like, especially with like feeling like obligated to do stuff like you love, you give, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get some money, you give it cause you love, right. you have food, you give it cause you love, you have time, you give it cause you love, but not knowing now though, it was a detriment to me, but that's something I know I had to break down. Well, not break down. It just drove me crazy. I had to stop doing it to like, not, um, basically not go under. Like, I just feel like it was a lot, you know, uncovering that and seeing that's what it was. That really wasn't love. It was just basically obligation and favors. And at times, of course, you can show your love through time and, you know, all that kind of stuff and gives act of service, all that kind of stuff. But I don't feel like that was true love. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a component of love, but we thought it, you know, was the totality of love and it really wasn't. It was just a component, but we made it so much bigger and we didn't look at the other key components of love, Mm -hmm. you know? So for me, it definitely was, um, I guess they misguided, but it was definitely misconstrued what love and true love was. I mean, of course, over time we're seeing it and we're in it and we're, Mm -hmm. you know, experiencing it, especially from, um, being parents now seeing what that unconditional love is so how would you say like your experiences like your your flawed experiences with love impacted how you view and feel love now Mm. Mm, that's a good question okay um how did i i don't know i never thought about it i don't think I think it makes me, um, of course, appreciate it more and actually see see it for what it really is. If that makes sense. I mean, that's probably not really answering the question. But, like, knowing, basically knowing that if I don't do something for somebody or somebody doesn't do something for me in the terms of, like, you know, going to the store or, you know, giving me money or doing whatever, mm-hmm. that that's not a slight on their part. That's not a, a I don't love you. That's just maybe they don't have it. Being mm-hmm. more compassionate. I mean, of course, that's where grace comes in, but love i feel like will cover all of that like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be what you thought it looked like you know and just understand different people come from different um capacities of love you know like mm-hmm. they might not know how to give it the way in which you you think they should really just being being just knowing that it's not it's not what i thought it was when i was younger really yeah, I got you. that's really kind of it i got you no, because I just know for me, I feel, um, you know, like my experiences with love, then it just, you know, just, just, just with my, my upbringing as a whole, I just was really, really guarded. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just, it's, you know, I had one view of what I thought love was. And like, you know, most people, it, it's, it's the giving, you know, because, you know, my mom, she was on you know, she was on like welfare and stuff. So she was always there. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I was missing or losing time with her. Like some people, you know, it was just like, we didn't have nothing. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I, like I was needing things, 
you know, so, you know, so I was used to, um, you know, love being expressed, you know what I'm saying? Just, just different. Cause I always, it was always like a need for, you know, for food, for clothing, no, for shelter, you know? So it was like, I, um, mm-hmm. you know, I had more, more focus on that, you know, but as I got older, I started to understand and it's like now, like there's different ways that people experience and express love, mm-hmm. you know, and there's different ways in which I express it, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I know primarily <clears throat> due to my upbringing, you know, it's based on, on giving, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like giving, giving, giving. So it's like, I know something I constantly try to work on because I know I can disconnect and be in my own, own space, mm-hmm. caught up in my own self, you know, and not give time because I'm thinking, that oh you know I'm taking care of this I'm taking care of that mm-hmm. you know the money's there so I I'm free to go do you know what so it's like it's a constant battle you know to make sure it's like I'm not um, being selfish mm-hmm. you know just constantly keeping that in check and just making sure that I'm not negating the love mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying in which you need and mm-hmm. making sure that I'm expressing what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, just being aware, you know, those different types of love and also the same with the kids, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that they each need a different expression of love, you know, just trying to make sure to, to be mindful of that. But I would say the biggest thing is that, you know, my upbringing, not just knowing that at a young age, mm-hmm. it just made it a little more, more of a challenge as I was older, mm-hmm. you know, to be open to receiving Mm-hmm. And expressing, you know what I'm saying, love. Because that's a, that's a big thing that, you know, we don't really, really talk about too much. We kind of gloss over. It's just the receiving love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's sometimes it's just as hard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's harder it. sometimes for some people to receive love, you know, because of a flawed perception of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, you know, that's, that's, like a, that's like a big one. No, that makes sense. Now, do you think, like, well, I, mean, I guess you kind of answered the question, but do you think like receiving love now? Because I mean, I would say like for me, but not even just me, just like really from the Lord. Like, do, do you think that helps you be able to give it to children more, or like kind of like having other people love you, or like what's kind of the main, you know, way that you're able to give it out? Like because they give it to you, or do you feel like? what they give you, you try to give back to them or you just try to give more because of your upbringing? Like, I, um, I try to make sure that it's just, it's not conditional, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, if I'm basing it off of what they do and how they respond to me, then it's a condition on that love, mm-hmm. you know? And so I try to make sure that I'm not doing that. And I, you know, I'm human. I make mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you know, we all going to do that, you know, we're going to, you know, do that from time to time, but I try to make sure I'm I'm not doing it just because I know the the effects of it. Mm-hmm. You know, just just doing that and putting conditions on love because you know it, it makes people feel that like they can't really truly open up and be themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, with and around you. Oh, that makes sense. You do know, you, so I'm sorry. Uh, I was gonna say, do you feel like your mom gave you love that was conditional? Because I mean, I don't feel like nobody purposely did, but do you think that she didn't have like a um, I guess a full definition of love to give you it in a full capacity. Do you think that 
Well, first, do you think that she kind of gave you that conditional love, or do you think it was? I, I would say I feel probably about like probably about ninety. I would say about ninety-five to ninety-seven percent of people put conditions mm-hmm. on their love to some extent. Mm-hmm. And to some extent, it makes sense. You know, you, you have to. You know, mm-hmm. at least you just got to know how to manage it. Because some people, don't, you know, that are detrimental to your health, your physical being, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You got to love them at a distance. You can't mm-hmm. have them in your close quarters or whatnot. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I felt my mom, she loved me the best way she knew right. how. That's why I asked, because I know she loved her some of you. But yeah, ooh. you know what I mean? She, she loved me the best way she knew how. But yet and still... You know, there was conditions, you know, because my mom, wasn't, she wasn't going to take no crap, you know what I'm saying? So she wasn't going to put up with no nonsense and all that. But it don't seem like that's really a condition. That's just like you need to do what you need to do. No, no, no. I say in the sense of, like, she, I, I guess I should say this. My mom loved me no matter what. Right. She She definitely loved me unconditionally now that I look back. Yeah. But yeah. when I was growing up, right. it didn't feel that way mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's what I'm you know, so I would feel that Right. Yeah. And so that is for me. It's like I want the kids, you know, my kids, our kids. I want them. <laughs> right, yours. You probably. You know, know, to I want them to feel and know that now, no matter. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Now, when they're twenty, when they're oh. thirty, you know what I'm saying. When they're well into their years, that I want them to know that no matter what, Dad loved them unconditionally. No uh. matter what they said, did, you know. Who they fell in love with, no matter what, like I love them. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you are, you are me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like that is you're an extension of me. Like I can't, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing, nothing better than that. You know, so I'm like, no matter what, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I just want them to to know that. No, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. I think for me, I um, I'm like you know, my parents definitely loved me unconditional, but I think because it was it was like. You know, do good in school. Do and it, I mean, of course, I would say probably more so. My dad than my mom was very much like, um, "You're doing good at this. You're great at this." So it was kind of like, of course, those words of affirmation, but also feeling like I don't feel like they did it on purpose or they thought they were, but like conditional in the sense of like I was very um, like goal driven and like accomplishments I accomplished this I'm a good person like mm-hmm. I feel like that was kind of my um way of receiving and seeing love like okay I did good in school okay I'm loved but I didn't think it that I didn't think that way at the time but looking back I could see it was that even though I don't really feel like they did that or tried to do that I think that's just how it was and maybe how that's how maybe that was how you know my dad was brought up like you know you do work you do good it's love you right. know but I do feel like you know I don't feel like they, they had a lack of love me or anything like that I definitely feel that but I do feel I took it as some conditions right like, I don't feel like oh if I you know didn't do good in school or something like that they wouldn't love me but I think I didn't really until I got older in high school I didn't do it because I didn't it didn't even cross my mind to do it like to not be good you know, mm-hmm. but I think like subconsciously it was a thing of do good so you can get love. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't feel like they ever was just like, if you don't do, you know, this right, you don't come home with every, you're not going to love you. I just think I just kind of internalized that and took kind of what they were giving me as that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think a lack of like communication and not speaking on those specific things 
right would help at least for me yeah you know, I don't know not speaking on those things or, or speaking well on I'm sorry no, no speaking on like love and speaking on hey uh, like how we talk to the children like you know how's your day or if they do something we love you no matter what we just dislike what you did right you know but like not speaking on it bad or good just not even acknowledging it. it's like this is just how it is mm-hmm. you do good in school this is what it is right and then also seeing like okay somebody that didn't like like my brother he um you know went to school but then he ended up not going but he ended up going back to get his degree but it was kind of like you know i don't think my mom did this but like more frowned upon in the family like dang so of course you're gonna feel like dang if that was like how y'all treated him or and it wasn't like no outright just blatant meanness. It was just more like mm, disappointment there. Yeah. You feel like, dang, it's kind of a blow to you. So you feel like, oh, dang, they ain't really love, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might sound kind of weird, but you kind of take that on even if it's not directed at you. Right. So you kind of feel like, well, shoot, I don't want to be the failure, you know, of mm-hmm. the family. And I think that doesn't help as you get older either. No, yeah. Because then you so driven mm-hmm. drive yourself nuts but then too that's that's you know again it goes back to what you were saying it's got to be that communication mm-hmm. because just because something is perceived a certain way doesn't mean that's how it is right you know and so i feel there's some responsibility on the perceiver mm-hmm. you know as well Definitely. as the person being or causing the perception. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's it's, it's equal parts in both, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like it's definitely a problem when something is, is, is so obvious or so big that, it, that others see yeah. and feel a certain way because of how someone addresses an issue right. or whatever, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that's that's a problem. You know what I mean? Because it shows that, you know, maybe there may be something there, but it I don't feel like it necessarily means a lack of love per se. Right. You know, I feel like that it goes, you know, deeper and it shows as as kids at that age just how much we didn't understand mm-hmm. love just because, you know, you know, we would view someone disagreeing with our decision mm-hmm. or chastising right. the decision that we were making. Right. You know, as, oh, you don't love me anymore, you know, and I feel like a lot of times that's what causes, you know, that rebellion in people and people to Mm -hmm. just like run off, you know, down, just, just doing crazy stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, because they don't know how to receive love. You know, they don't really know that that is actually a huge form of love. You know, it's the most, you know, really, if you really look at it, it's the most sacrificial, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of love, you know what I mean? You willingly walking into a fire you know, a hazardous situation, Mm -hmm. you know, to try to pull someone out that ain't necessarily ready to leave because they don't know it's a fire, Mm -hmm. you know, or a bad situation. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, they don't always know that. That makes sense. You know, so it's like you got, in order to really do that, you got to really, you know, I feel, you know, that's just got to either just be your personality or you just got to really care about someone, Mm -hmm. you know, and really have like a deep concern, deep love for them. To say, you know, I'm going to be willing to deal with your anger, your upset, you know, and all the mm-hmm. chaos that may come with addressing this because mm-hmm. I love you enough because I don't want to see you continue down this path because I know where it heads or where it mm-hmm. ends. No, that makes sense. 
Makes a lot of sense. And like, to me, you know, like the evolution of love, also I feel like it goes hand in hand, and we kind of touched on it, but also go hand in hand with um, loyalty. Like that loyalty that we feel, and like I said, that obligation. It's like, do you kind of feel loyal to the person who you love, not just married, but like your family, like say if like, um, say if your brother, you know, don't like somebody or something like that. And he's like, well, I don't like them. You shouldn't either. But it's like, I mean, of course it's childish, but it's like, do you just, okay. If he takes it as, okay, I'm still going to talk to this friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not being loyal to me. You don't love me. You ain't my brother. It's like, why do people look at it like that too? It's kind of like a tricky situation to me too. It's I feel like related. that just goes to people's flawed yeah. philosophies of it, views of yeah. life. Period. Oh, okay, not you just love, but yeah. just life in general. Yeah, I mean, because everybody's not going to prescribe to the same belief system that mm-hmm. you know you prescribe to, so they're going to naturally feel away. You know, it's like, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? But I just personally, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't prescribe to that same pattern of belief like i don't mm-hmm. i don't agree with that but did you and that's what i'm saying like i no, feel like yeah, it also evolved uh, over time i don't think i ever really did Maybe even not. as a kid you know because i was just like i was always me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like and always kind of kept to myself you know i was cool with who i was cool with mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so it's like if for one it's like i didn't necessarily have a whole bunch of mm-hmm. quote-unquote homies per se you know, but the ones I did, they were like-minded, you know what I'm saying, for the most part. So, then we ain't out beefing with cats. We was cool mm-hmm. with pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And everybody was pretty much cool with us. You know, but, like, if somebody, you know what I'm saying, I was close with has a problem with someone I'm close with now has got a problem with someone, mm-hmm. I'm more along the lines to say, you know, like, let's figure out why mm-hmm. this is a problem. Yeah. Like, like, what's going on between the two of y'all? And then if it's... If it's a sensitive subject, it's a sensitive subject. I'll leave it alone, but I'm not going to stop being cool with the person that I've been cool Mm -hmm. with. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's something detrimental, like, you know what I mean? Like something crazy, like some, you know, like they did something to somebody's mom, like, you know what I'm saying? Some sexual stuff or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like some real crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like serious stuff. Like, I'm not going to just ruin (laughs) I'm not going to ruin friendship, Mm -hmm. you know, or, you know what I'm saying? Camaraderie with people. Mm-hmm. over something like stupid like that just because all oh, such and such don't like you no man it's deeper than that man we grown yeah, yeah. We grown men at this point you know what I'm saying like it's too much other stuff mm-hmm. that's going on that is way more important than stupid bickering back and forth about mm-hmm. little stuff that just don't matter so no that makes sense no I just I ask cause I think about like when I was younger it's like if you don't like this person I don't like them either right. and I was like I'm too grown why you don't even like each other Right. How do you have much t- that much time to not like each other? It's like, what are you doing like with your day? Still trying to subscribe to them hood politics. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. them hood politics don't work when you don't live in a hood no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't you can't operate right, with that. Same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're trying to do better for yourself, you can't keep thinking the same way you used mm-hmm. to think. You know? And I just like that. I, I, that's why I'm like, you know, nah, man. I'm like, I want to elevate my my level of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they I want to elevate the people that I'm around. You know what I'm saying? I want to pee. I want people around me that's going to push me to do better. It's going to challenge my thought pattern. You know, it's going to challenge my belief system, test my faith. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get better. I want to achieve my goals. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you got to you got to surround yourself with people like that. You know, you can't you can't keep thinking and doing the same stuff that you used to do and expecting something changing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it makes 
And I mean, that's why you don't you evolve in it. I mean, hence the topic. Exactly. So that makes sense. Yep. So once again, it's pretty much a uh, full circle. Yep. Those are just our thoughts, you guys. You know, you can leave some comments and feedback for us, and tell us what you all think. Yeah, so how do y'all, you know, let us know. Like, we'd love to hear more, you know, drop some comments. Um, let us know how love has evolved in your personal life and your relationships with, you know, your family members, friends, um, spouses. You know, like, we, we'd love to know that, even with your children, you know what I mean? Because I feel like love can evolve and it should evolve mm-hmm. in all aspects, you know, if you're truly growing, you know, as an individual, you know, and I feel like as we walk through this, this um, path of life, you know, that's what it's all about is growing as individuals and becoming better human beings, you know, loving one another and really um, just 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 living, enjoying life the best way, the way God intended. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got. Yep. Well, that's all I got, too. So we'll see you in the next podcast. Bye. Bye.